Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. I'm going to work right here, 100.5 Cruise FM. Maybe not for long if you win the lottery, right? Get rid of that day job. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, but there is millions up for grabs, apparently, thanks to a newly announced Alberta vaccination lottery. Uh, we'll get into the fine print of it because there's a lot of it to get into. But know that more details and I think even a link to be able to register should be coming today, or at least we'll be getting you know news about it from the actual Alberta government. Uh, full details. Looking forward to finding out more. I think it's uh, you know funny, ridiculous, uh, wild three one million dollar prizes are being put up for grabs um, to hopefully get the entire province of eligible those eligible to be vaccinated to get to that 70% mark, right? That is the entire goal in mind here. But what to do? I mean, it's always a fun pastime, whether there's a lottery on or not. I've spent several conversations in my life just talking about what you would do if you won the lottery. What would you spend the money on? Travel, uh, luxuries, uh, maybe a house for your parents if you're feeling super generous, you want to do that payback uh, thing. Um, Power to you, for sure. I know what Lawrence, the neighbor from Office Space, would do. Two chicks at the same time, man. You had a million dollars, you'd do two chicks at the same time? Damn straight. Always wanted to do that, man. And I think if I were a millionaire, I could hook that up, too, because chicks dig dudes with money. Well, not all chicks. Well, the type of chicks that double up on a dude like me do. Good point. KISS are finally getting back to the end of the road tour. They were in the midst of the tour's engagements when COVID-19 changed everyone's plans. The stark-faced rockers will resume where they left off with an August 18th show in Massachusetts, wrapping up the tour in Florida in October. And from one concert you won't be able to attend to another, the Foo Fighters have added an intimate performance date ahead of their giant return to Madison Square Garden on the 20th of this month. That's going to be the reopening show for the venue. Um, in fact, tomorrow is the date for this added uh, show. It's going to be uh, just one night only at the uh, Canyon Agoura Club. And tickets are on sale right now for only, get this, only $26. A reference to the fact that it is their 26th anniversary. Would have been their 25th last year, but, you know. That whole situation. And finally, Van Morrison and Eric Clapton have teamed up for yet another duet. And uh, yes, the duet is politically themed, or at least written about the times that we find ourselves in. More about the times that those two find themselves in. Going by the moniker Slow Hand and Van, the song is called The Rebels. And it's actually a uh, duet of where the have all the rebels gone? Question mark for everybody in the world except for those two, apparently. Well... Super, super rebellious to team up with each other. They're wondering if they are the last ones left. Might be a reason to wonder why they're the last ones left. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. NBC has been working on this reality show, competition show, ultimate slip and slide, based on the pastime, the fun summer summertime thing to do. Water, rubber mat, you're good. You're going to have some memories. Um, but they had some hosts and everything. They made it into a competition show. They had to shut it down with one week left 
in filming. One week left because of explosive diarrhea. That's not what you want during your slip and slide television show, is it? Um, yeah, something like 40 crew members just collapsing from the situation. Awful, awful scenario. Perfect fodder for a punch lineup. Let's get into it. There's the bell. Let's do this. Rapid fire. The setup. NBC's ultimate slip and slide reality competition show had to halt production thanks to an outbreak of explosive diarrhea. They had to stop filming the runs because everybody had the runs. You see. NBC's ultimate slip and slide reality competition show had to be put a halt on production thanks to an outbreak of explosive diarrhea. Producers are now trying to flush out the original source of the sickness. NBC's ultimate slip and slide reality competition show halted because of explosive diarrhea. Talk about a losing streak. Or 40. NBC's ultimate slip and slide reality show halted thanks to explosive diarrhea. It's actually a really nice break for uh, those who aren't sick. They were really getting pooped. And finally, NBC's ultimate reality show a slip and slide competition had to be put on a halt thanks to explosive diarrhea. Hopefully they can finish out the season, but probably cancel the soft serve squirrel machine that you ordered for the wrap party. That's the punch lineup. Thank you. Tuesday. Are you uh, going to be taking part in the lottery? Open for summer lottery. It's on three chances at a million dollars. The big push for 70% of eligible Albertans to get that first dose is 100% on. The uh, first million dollars is going to be drawn on the day that we begin stage three of the summer reopening. That'll be two weeks after we hit that magical 70% number. I'm pretty sure we just hit 69. Nice. You can register right now. You can actually enter this lottery already. Uh, yesterday, the full details came out, and so did the link. We can share that up on our social media, but pretty easy to remember. It's alberta.ca slash lottery. It's pretty much it. Or quick Google search. But anyway, you do it once. You only need to enter yourself once, register once. You'll be automatically entered for the two follow-up draws of a million dollars each. I was asked if I would be entering to win. Absolutely. Of course, I think it's silly that we need to be baited into getting a needle or two in the arm for the greater benefit with a lottery, but I'm not stupid. Of course I'm going to try to win. We should all be trying to win. How much money a self-portrait sketch of Kurt Cobain, a caricature of himself, uh, sold for posthumously? There was a music icon uh, auction, big old sale, and uh, there was, I mean, stuff. Things owned by memorabilia from instruments that were played by Eddie Van Halen, uh, the Beatles members, Presley, uh, Elton John, Cher, Lady Gaga, more and more and more. And one of the big things that people were focusing in on, because it's a very goofy image, <laughs> is the Kurt Cobain caricature and self-depiction. Uh, that went for an exact total of $281,250, and I believe that's U.S. dollars, at Julianne's auction music icons sale. Unbelievable. Unbelievable for a sketch on a piece of paper. Um, Elton John, we just talked about him. He's going to be on YouTube with David Furnish co-hosting their Pride Celebration coming up very, very soon. It's actually taking place next week, June 25th, 3 p.m. Eastern time if you're interested. Of course, YouTube's going to be pumping that out in front of you a whole bunch. But uh, some newer, younger, fresher artists are going to be uh, taking the uh, stage as well, doing some performances and helping to host. But Elton John and David Furnish at the forefront. Meanwhile, Roger Waters, he's uh, going on the record saying he said no bleeping way when responding to Facebook and their ask to use another brick in the wall in an ad. Apparently, they flashed some big time dollars in front of Mr. Waters, which you would think would not be a very wise plan. And it really didn't work out for them. He says, I will not be a party to this BS Zuckerberg. Take that, I guess. 
Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. The most bizarre thing hit the internet just yesterday. Uh, it was a revelation from the creators of the Harley Quinn cartoon, which is one of the greatest things that DC has put out in quite a long time. Uh, and, you know, I think that that's uh, saying a lot, too. Uh, there's been some good stuff, but this cartoon is just so funny, self-aware, and making fun of so much to do with DC Comics and comics in general. I just love it. If you haven't watched it, I could sell it for forever, but that's not what this is about. They are working on season three, and apparently they had to change one of their scenes because DC, the parent company, came and said, no, 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 you can't do that. What was the scene about? Well, this is a very tongue-in-cheek show and uh, an R-rated cartoon, for sure, not for the kids. And they were going to have a scene, they were planning to have a scene where Batman, the Cape Crusader, was going to be showing Catwoman his cunning linguist skills. Let's put it that way. But DC put the kibosh on it because, and they quote, Because heroes don't do that. Heroes don't do that. Uh, I I call bull. <laughs> I don't know why they have such a weird hard line on that, especially because we've seen Batman's junk in a comic book in recent years. I mean, there are some walls that are broken down within that comic series. It's a very, very strange thing, but the internet is absolutely rightfully having a field day with this one. It does kind of bring new context to Batman screaming out things like, Where's your trigger? Where is it? I mean, he is a billionaire after all. Not exactly expecting generosity in the bedroom from Batman. I had a realization, I had a revelation, an epiphany, if you will. Scam callers. You know them. You get that call oftentimes around dinner time is when it clicks in, and there's been so many different forms. I mean, sometimes it starts with a beep, sometimes it's just silence, and you're like, are you trying to get into my voicemail? Sometimes it starts off with that cruise horn, you know, the, the foghorn. You've just won a cruise. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Scam caller's the worst. Here's the thing, though. Don't just hang up. This has been my compulsion for years in my life. My theory, get them off the phone as quick as possible. I don't want my life interrupted. However, don't just hang up. I thought better of this. You already know it's a scam, and you're not going to get got, right? It's not a matter of being worried that they're going to take your money. You already recognize it's a scam. Very hard to scam somebody who knows it's a scam. But you're just giving them more time to find a mark that will make them money. Keep them on the phone for as long as obnoxiously possible. You're a hero. Wednesday. Parents are saying some anyway. That's likely because kids are spending so much time at home, extra time, and in front of the TV, being raised by television. I mean, much like I was, not knocking it. They're saying that kids are starting to speak with British accents, specifically children who are watching a lot of Peppa Pig. Uh, I think that's kind of hilarious. And in some cases, just words, certain words. One parent in particular citing that their kid now just locks in on three years old, just learning words for the first time, says tomatoes with a British accent. <laughs> Tomatoes. Tomatoes. <laughs> I think this is so funny. Uh, I'm sure some people might see it as like, oh no, danger town, other culture, other society, just invading our North American way of... Oh no, it's not a big deal. It's just Peppa Pig. And also, kids are just sponges like that. I mean, even to this day, I can't be around a certain new-to-me accent without starting to adopt some of it myself. In fact, I have to watch it so carefully because I don't want to offend somebody that I've just met. If that accent is is different for my ear, I'll zone in on it and start emulating it without even realizing I'm doing it. And I don't want to make people think that I'm making fun of them because I just met them. It's a real thing. 
The classic Black Sabbath record, Sabotage, just arrived in fully remastered form with a four-disc set, whether you get them CD discs or vinyl discs. It's going to be a great, great uh, listen. Uh, to mark the occasion, Rhino Records has opened up a virtual escape room in which you must try time travel back to the 1970s when the album was first released to obtain a copy. You can actually play it now at play.sabotageescape.com. For the first time in nearly a decade, Alex Lifeson of Rush is facing some uh, new music, is releasing some. The last output was Rush's Clockwork Angels from 2012, and in 2021, we get the new songs Cabal Blues and Spy House, both available to listen to at Lifeson's website right now. And fresh on the headline that Pink Floyd's Roger Waters vehemently denied Facebook's request to use another brick in the wall part two for an ad... Saying basically, bleep off, Zuckerberg. Um, Super Sleuths have dug up a 1974 commercial for Dole. Dole Bananas that uses, well, not another brick in the wall, but great gig in the sky. Very interesting. Here's a taste of what that commercial sounds like. Dole Banana. If you feel it. It cuts off, but the slogan is, if you feel it, peel it, which is all kinds of awkward for me. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Cristiano Ronaldo may have just dipped Coke's value like Coca-Cola by $4 billion. And all he had to do was move two Coke bottles from in front of him at a press conference. That's right. The video is just going around the Internet right now. Um, it's really a nothing clip. He sits down. He considers the drinks that are presented in front of him. He moves the two Coke bottles away from him. And then there's left uh, a, a bottle of water. He grabs that bottle of water and says, drink water in Portuguese. Bebe agua. I could be saying that wrong. But, of course, the water was more than likely bottled by the Coca-Cola company anyways, but that's besides the point. As well, the drop of $4 billion, specifically from $242 billion U.S. to $238 billion U.S., can't be directly traced back to this viral moment, but the timing is dead on. And, I mean, the world loves loves soccer, a.k.a. football, what they call it. Uh, but uh, the, the joke's on you, Cristiano Ronaldo. Coke is, like, mostly made of, like, water anyways. So, yeah. Thursday. We got Father's Day coming around the corner. Sunday's the day. And we're just talking about a, a study that was done. Unfortunately, most studies we get to read about are done in the U.S. or in the U.K. And rarely do we get one that's just about Canada. This is one that is absolutely about Canadian taste, thoughts, experiences, and bodies. The dad bod. The dad bod is in, in vogue more than ever before. Planet Fitness commissioned this, and they found out that 65% of women think dad bods are attractive. 61% of Canadian women would prefer being with somebody who had a dad bod over a man who had a muscular six-pack situation. All right. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Um, and uh, more than two-thirds of Canadians believe there's universal acceptance of the dad bod physique. I mean, there are some, I think, who are in great shape who would say dad bod and physique, probably an oxymoron. Those two things should probably not be put together. But you know what I say? You do you. There's a reason they're called love handles, all right? The Olympics, they're coming, I guess. They're, you know, just like a month and a bit away at this point. You're on 100.5 Cruise FM. They're getting into uh, headlines, not because of the basic preparations, because of, you know, oh, athletes are arriving, and this place is ready to go, and this place is ready to go. And No, no, it's not that, anything like that at all, no. Uh, the headline is all about how the organizers of the Tokyo Olympics 
are going to be, as usual, as is custom, uh, giving away just thousands. I mean, thousands on thousands. 150,000 condoms to the athletes at uh, next month's games. Yep, that's right. They are uh, urging social distancing at the same time, but also smartly distributing condoms to the athletes. It was the last Olympics where I learned just how randy international athletes actually are. Pretty astounding. But, uh, I mean, it's a smart thing. Gotta provide that. People who might be getting up to some stuff, you want to provide them the, the tools to protect themselves. Absolutely. I think it's very, very smart. Also, I do wonder about the international aspect of uh, pregnancy, right? Of anybody uh, having babies in different places. I know it takes nine months. It's just, it's crossed my mind, all right? This is too funny to me, though. This is way, way too funny. Um, Olympic Games are going to be distributing the condoms while at the exact same time saying, Hey, stay six feet away from each other. We got to social distance this sucker. Hey, didn't the BC government have a solution for this that we're not allowed to talk about on the radio? Yeah, I think they did. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. All about announcements today on Music News. First up, The Killers, who just dropped a single in collaboration with Springsteen, actually. They've also just announced a new album, a concept album specifically, though the details beyond that are scarce. In fact, we don't have an exact date. All we know is that this different type of record for the band is aiming to release in August. More news to come, I'm sure. Uh, next up, Diana Ross. The legendary singer hasn't released a new album in 15 years, but this fall, she's going to be releasing Thank You, brand new compilation of collaborations with some people that she has worked with throughout her career. Um, a single that shares the album title is out now, but we'll have to wait until September 10th for the full release. As well, an announcement from Bob Dylan. First post-pandemic performance is going to be coming July 18th, and it's going to be streaming online. Uh, it's called Shadow Kingdom, and uh, they're going to be covering tons of music from the long and illustrious career of Bob Dylan. Uh, he's got a whole whole body of work that's going to be uh, tapped for this one. show is going to be presented through Veep's tickets, only $25, and then you know on live, but available for two full days afterwards in case that timing just doesn't work out for you just read an article about uh, horny zombie cicadas down in the u.s apparently there's a fungus that is causing them to have behavioral changes and also just for good measure have their butts fall off great starts to make our june bugs aka tar sand beetles aka white spotted sawyers seem downright run of the mill at that point but not to everyone not to everyone some really do struggle with the time of year where all the little critters are waking up again we're well into the spring now, but uh, th this is a bit that I have been playing every spring for years now, and I realize that I just haven't yet in 2021. Enjoy. The insects of northern Alberta in the springtime are numerous and of a wide variety. Take the giant water bug. Coming in at roughly the size of a small person's hand, it finds its home in the nightmare center of the psyche almost instantly. Soon, it will be time for the white-spotted sawyer, commonly referred to as the tarsan beetle, or the, oh god, oh god, get it off me, why won't this f***ing thing get off me, to take its turn terrorizing people in parking lots everywhere. As the ants begin a new season of colonizing your yard, you may have noticed the ungodly hybrid of ants with wings flying directly towards you. I swear, like it's on purpose, man. The little larvae of butterflies and giant moths hang near invisible like ninjas on sticky string from the branches of every single tree you walk under. And thousands of species of spider lay in wait to scare your pants literally off. 
They spread out densely at approximately one spider every square foot, or about three billion spiders to every one person avoiding them. For a more complete story on every tiny insect that wants to kill you in northern Alberta, contact the Canadian Wildlife Service in Ottawa. Friday. New world record has been set. Now, I'm not even talking about how, you know, these records, they're placed and then they're set by people who break them uh, in the future. No, I'm talking about like a brand new one. It's a little bit more rare, and I think, you know, there's some to holding one of these records that is brand new to the Guinness World Book. Nebraska man, Ryan Knuff. He has uh, created the new category, Most Naked Skydives Completed in 24 Hours. It's fantastic. <laughs> Self-described motivational speaker, skydiver, and coach of a wind tunnel. An experience I would absolutely love to have one day. Those look like a lot of fun. Um, he said that uh, his goal was not to shock people. Oh, no. At least not alone. I mean, I'm sure there's uh, some thought behind getting the headline uh, and, and holding the record. But uh, the reason, the big reason behind his idea to do this, 60, by the way, 60 skydives in 24 hours in the buff, totally nude, that wind doing what it will to any kind of loose part of the body. I'm just going to say it. You can picture what you want to. But uh, he did it because of uh, men's mental health, specifically, um, and uh, the mental health issues that uh, have plagued members of his family as well as friends. Uh, unfortunately, he cites that he has had some family members, close friends, who have died by suicide, including one fellow skydiver who was approaching his 100th dive and never made it to it. So, I mean, oh, then suddenly you look at this story about a guy just getting his kid off and jumping from planes in the sky, falling down at you, to, oh no, this is actually kind of a sweet story. Weird, but sweet. Just wanted to say something, all right? I just wanted to say, on behalf of Seth Rogen, stop defaulting to photos of Seth Rogen to illustrate your dad bod article or your social media poll about whether or not you actually find dad bods attractive, okay? I'm just saying. I'm seeing a lot of it. And also, while we're on the subject, Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec being compared to Chris Pratt any time since Guardians of the Galaxy is also low-hanging fruit. For the, for the, for the subject, alright? And also, it's been a minute. There's just, if dad bods are really that popular right now, which is what I keep reading, and I'm not knocking it, I'm not denying it, I'm just saying if dad bods are really that en vogue right now, there should be endless examples to draw from. So why is every single article that I see showing Seth Rogen's face? And sometimes not even his body! And I'm like, that's besides the point of the whole article. So on behalf of Seth Rogen, Stop defaulting to photos of Seth Rogen to illustrate your dad bought article or social media poll. Thank you. Peter Jackson's Get Back documentary all about the Beatles looks amazing. The archival searching and restoration process boasting 60 hours of unseen footage and 150 hours of unheard recordings already has a mini Beatlemania forming among fans. But now we know that he has hobbit-sized the dock to a whopping six-hour runtime. Thankfully, it will be released in three parts on Disney Plus in late November, so you can watch it at your own speed. Carol King and Jennifer Hudson have collaborated on a new song for the upcoming Aretha Franklin biopic. Titled Here I Am, Singing My Way Home, it's the soundtrack's only originally written piece of music, fittingly helmed by the icon that is King, who co-wrote Natural Woman, among other timeless songs, years ago. And the Foo Fighters. Yes, they're getting a little bit Bee Gees with it, as if the band needs another headline. The Rockers are planning to release Hail Satin under the moniker DGs. That's right, the DGs. Guessing that means for Dave Grohl. Uh, but yeah, uh, basically, 
to- totally forming a new alter ego for the members of the Foo Fighters, and all in conjunction with Record Store Day, which, of course, is several days throughout the year, the next one being July 17th. That's when we'll get a taste of Hail Satin, and I can't wait. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday, or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.